0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another podcast episode. This is episode seven of the JC Honeyman podcast. I have a special guest here, talented Michael Bronstetter in the house. Oh. What is up?
1: It is way up because I am. You know, I'm up out of bed. and uh, up out of bed. That's right. Uh, here uh, at the uh, JC Honeyman Studios. That's
0: so. right. Living the dream. Oh, that's so. I don't I'm going to pick it, your brain today, I never
1: sir. I Honestly, it's one of my pig points is I'd never considered it a dream. And even though a lot of people think that's a positive thing, uh-huh. and when you're working hard and uh, you're grinding, believe me, it's not a dream. You're working <sighs> your ass real. off. Yeah, so I like to say it's like, you know, attempting to make your hard work pay off, so to speak. I and mean, that's not a dream. Right, <laughs> Man, That's
0: awesome. So...
1: When did this all start? Like this whole oh, music. God. Don't even start years ago. That. Well just uh, tell me when, I, you, the, know, when you know, if you yeah, there's a video that I have out. I like it's to called. start with a background, you know? Yeah, of course. No no no. It's the best part. Yes. Um let yeah, there's a video I have out, it's called Behind the Mic, and in uh-huh. that, I talk it it you know, kind of is edited, so you don't get the true story, but you do hear on the J C Honeyman blog. So That's right. Uh, it's I so was smooth. I was in kindergarten mm-hmm. and uh the we were all doing the backing vocals, you know, the song, one of the Christmas songs for uh, the show. And, you know, the kids were out there performing and we were doing all the audios in the background singing. And, um, you know, the, the the teacher would constantly tell people, you know, bring your voices up. So I was singing away and all of a sudden she picked me up and put me up in front. You know, I'm the tallest guy, so I'm always in the back. Yeah. So, you know, I... Uh, uh, she picked me up, put me up front, and, and you know, started singing, and she you know, put a big smile on her face, and basically, I told myself at the time, this is in kindergarten, well, I really like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep on doing it. <laughs> kind of so. And uh, Cool, man. Probably nine years old, uh, maybe eight, maybe seven, somewhere in there. So, um, you know, I was very athletic in, in, into sports and things like that. This is when I was in Detroit, so... Um, you know, I was playing a little hockey, a little baseball, no football, but just uh, that didn't happen until I went to Kentucky. So, mm. And uh, so then, anyway, my point being is that, uh, you know, that there's this time when you kind of figure out that, you know, hey, this music thing is pretty awesome. And I wanted to learn an instrument. And my dad told me, no, nope, you, <laughs> you know, this doesn't pay. Telling you know somebody, I mean? somebody telling you that you can't do it.
0: kind It kinda yes. sucks, man.
1: Yeah. Well. Especially if you want to do it. You, yeah. You have your passion, you know. Of course There's you,
0: tons of people out there They're trying to tell you not to do it And well, it's never going to work
1: The naysayers are always going to be there The haters yeah, and, and so on and so forth And closest to you sometimes you know, Always Yeah Well because they It's because, sad Because they think And it's true And you know it Because what you've gone through And I've gone through mm-hmm. Is that it's not an easy thing to do You have mm-hmm. to have You know uh, uh, The skin of a rhinoceros Or an elephant It's very thick You have to let things roll off your back And you have to keep a positive attitude, which isn't easy. You know, most people don't. Most people have Mm -hmm. that negative, it's going to fall on my head any second. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I did that for years. So at this point, I decided that at some point, I decided that uh, probably about 2008, you know, I'm going to give this a shot. I don't give a crap what happens and how it works, but I'm going to really, you know, start working on it and probably eight years prior to that i was doing a lot of covers mm-hmm. uh, playing in cover bands i was uh, with billy watson who's one of the local talents plays harmonica amazing amazing person and an artist too really good artist okay. and surfer nice. anyway i was with billy watson and uh, some other people in the uh, blues casters and that was kind of my first venture off into in the modern you know and this element of me into uh, playing cover music and and originals I really did try to put originals in there it just was really difficult no matter what cover band you were with when people were giving up their time they wanted to get paid Mm -hmm. so uh, I you know to me that was like sacrilege so I said well you know one of these days I'll start my own you know original project and yeah and you did yeah after the yeah, blues casters uh, cause i had to change occupations i went from aerospace uh engineering and you know manu- yeah aerospace um uh, uh, assembly uh-huh. and uh you know i was a AP mechanic as well as an fr- airframe mechanic so airframe and power plant a p okay. mechanic and so you know i went to, from that into the and uh, retrained and went into the hospital and worked for another twenty years so It was one of those things that, uh, uh, you know, it just took time and just kind of lost track of it from 95 until probably 2002 is when I started thinking about it. And by 2008, it was starting to become a reality. That's crazy, man. What a story.
0: (laughs) That's awesome, though, like to see you going after it, even after all these years, you know, most people would be like, well, it's done and over with now you know here you are got a got an album out well like there, three singles there are so
1: many people in our community awesome. music community right yeah. that know different they know it's something they can't walk exactly. away from it's never something that leaves them yeah it's like a voice in their head and it's you know it's like you're mad really mm-hmm. is you know like you know there's just there's songs that are going off all those keep you waking I, up to it like well i tell people i said there's <laughs> all you know i don't need music on there's yeah. always a soundtrack in my head exactly always
0: i woke up with something in my head the other day and i like i like actually didn't jot it down i was like kind of annoyed well that's what like, that's it, what it won't go away that's what cell phones are for yeah well I, I, I and it sounded like another song and i was like ah, it's not even worth you know what i mean and yeah. something sounds like something else right. you're just but, like
1: yeah. you know uh george harrison you know a good friend of mine we, we were buddies mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not really but uh anyway he he once quoted say up together record huh? record yes we did record 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 yeah, he was a few years old. that was
0: really. the only song i've ever like not, not done not yeah. recorded just because well, it sounded like the stones like it was something like the i stones will tell you, done.
1: i will tell you something else about that this is you know there was a a quote again i use these quotes a lot to people because i'm starting going to be starting a blog myself nice about songwriting you should start a podcast well, that's what I'm. I'm you know, oh, that, gotcha. that podcast slash blog. Cool. I That'd call. them awesome. I think of them the same way, especially nowadays, because yeah, they're yeah, pretty much inter, the same intertwined. Yeah. And um, they and we're going to do a lot of stuff that we're going to post on because we're showing people certain elements. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things elements that we're going to be showing them is uh, no song is wrong. That's cool. And the reason why is because you never know. I mean, I was going to use this quote from John Mayer. And he goes he was talking about in some you know video you know some some show he was on he goes i'm going to play this next song and it was me trying to figure out there or play this other guy's song and you guys gonna think it's his song <laughs> and it's and i didn't even know yeah, the hell he was talking a about song because it went through his yeah. filter you know each person has their own filter yeah. their, her, their cer- certain thing and I used to have this friend that played ba- uh, drums for me, Pat Burke, who's a local drummer and and you know just a wonderful percussionist and xylophone player, and uh, you know he uh, used to always criticize me about oh that's the same thing over and over again, and then it was Robin Hinkle, another mm-hmm. person in our community that once told me says. You know what Pat doesn't realize is there is you know that is you know your originality that is you that is your filter that is your exactly. you know what your sound is so so you you kind of have to balance that you know. 'Cause there comes a time when we sit there and hear all our stuff we're writing and stuff and ah, it
0: sounds the same. And then but once you get in the studio and like layer it, you know, add stuff onto it, then it'll sound True. a lot different. So. But
1: it's like what you should do with a photograph. When you yeah. do a photograph you should compose in the lens. Mm-hmm. When you do a song you should compose with a guitar. 'Cause what Tom Petty did, he he used the same stupid acoustic guitar. Not stupid chords. but wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but he you know, think of how different it becomes so many hit songs too. It's yeah. crazy. And well, because he and Mike Campbell, you know, at some point said, This is our sound. Mm-hmm. I remember Michael saying that. He says, you know, I had this telly going and it goes. That's our sound. That's what I want to, you know, that is what we sound like. And they just stuck with it and were consistent with well, the sound. Well, yeah, out. exactly. So, you know, obviously they changed and they grew as musicians and writers and everything else. But there's a certain element, you know, with Tom's voice and a certain element with their play that always drew through it. You hear it for all the bands. They have a sti- It's called style. Mm-hmm. When you have a style and people like the style, then Don't they're going to come back to it. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Keep it consistent,
0: and consistency is key. Because you know? you're
1: not going to want to play the same two songs over yeah. and over again the rest of your life, you know, like your big hit. One hit wonders. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're going to uh, co- constantly be looking for other things. You know, he, yeah. worked he worked with Jeff Lynne. He worked with Tom Petty. Collaboration is huge. He, he worked with Jeff Lynne. He worked with uh, Bob Dylan, And this is the traveling Wilburys. Wow, Jeff Lynn, you know, Bob Dylan and Roy Orbison. Wow, plus Tom Petty. Those were the traveling Wilburys.
0: That's awesome. I didn't. I mean that. that. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, you you learned something new today. Well, good. You (laughs) got. Oh well. The main thing is go back and check them out and see how awesome they are. You know. So that's uh, cool, man. Yeah. So anyway, my point is, is that each one of their styles came out, and then you can hear the thread Tom Petty had from, from you know. I won't say um, um, Jeff, but definitely. Oh, yeah. We forgot the most important one, which was uh, George Harrison. Mm-hmm. He was in the Traveling Wilburys, too. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Nice. and So, you know, so j- you hear certain elements of the influence of, of the Beatles, George Harrison, certain elements of Bob Dylan and, and, and uh, Tom's gotta be, music. That's got to be awesome. And even Roy Orbison. You know, he was the, like the original it, guy. What
0: was it called again?
1: The Traveling to... Wilburys. Wilburys.
0: Traveling Wilburys. I'm going to. I'll was, text it to I'm you. I'm going to look that up later. No, I'll remember <laughs> it.
1: I'll remember. I got a good memory. <laughs> yeah, I know. I sit there and listen to you do, uh, re, uh, reel off lyrics to songs, and I go, damn, I have to have cheat sheets And 90% know, of these dude. things. It's, oh, I know, dude.
0: That's one thing I got is a good memory and good, like... I can Recall. It. Yeah, recall and muscle memory, luckily. But, uh, you know, it's like anything else. It's, it gets tough sometimes, you know, doing those covers and going out and the bars and it's fun bro. well the hard part it's to fun, me
1: bro. if if you I mean I know a lot of people on uh, see on uh, Instagram and yeah on YouTube and uh, Facebook people posting stuff that they record from their live performances yeah what do you hear more than you hear the guitar and the vocal the damn crowd in the back <laughs> <laughs> <hear anything. clears throat> So. you mean like a live, like video, with right? Your, yeah. Yeah. That's you know, so why you, you
0: got to get, well, what I want to get eventually is uh, it's called an iRig. I'm sure you've heard of that. You plug everything in. Um, well you, from, from the bows, you can go out on the RCAs into a quarter inch or maybe it's an ox into the, I don't know exactly how it works into the, um, iRig and it plugs into your lightning cable and your phone and you can just plug it straight in from the sound out. So then it picks up the sound just from the the micro the microphone and the guitar, so it doesn't pick up all the background noise.
1: Yeah, in other words, it's in, it's a uh, instead of being an omnidirectional element, it's yeah. a it's a unidirectional with short range <laughs> focus, but you still get some of it in the background, which a is bit. not bad.
0: But but, but luckily these, um, I think it's called a perform dynamic mic, right? Right. The dynamic don't pick up all the background noise like this one would because it's a condenser, so.
1: Well, I mean, not all condensers are. It's basically Something Omni, which sensitive. is one that's designed to be. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a broad ranged uh, input, but the other one is very, you know, focused on right yeah. in front of you. Right. So that's the dynamic one of it. Gotcha. So, I gotta and, get I gotta get a couple
0: pair of those Shure uh, SM7Bs. Have you seen mm, those? No. Those are nice. They're like uh, they look. They look like kind of like a <clears throat> like one of those, but mm-hmm. they have a bigger head on them. They're cool. You gotta look them up. They sound yeah, I, really good. Sound yeah, clear. I just use the
1: Sennheiser because it's fairly, you know, yeah. close range where I can be like this without having to bury my mouth in it. Yeah, and it's uh, fairly Sennheisen. Yeah, I think that's what it's pronounced. Yeah, I, I, never, I don't even know. I never. There's so I, many different brands, but I use sure the 90 Sennheisen. series and it's uh, a sensitive but affordable. You know, it's uh, less than 100 bucks. Yeah, the one I'm looking at is 400. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want two of them, but I'm like ah. Uh.
0: Probably just going to get another...
1: You didn't ask Santa? No, he
0: didn't <laughs> give me anything this year. <sighs> just a bottle of whiskey.
1: Oh, well, I guess he, he knew what you wanted most.
0: Because <laughs> I couldn't go home from my family, so I'm just like, oh, take a shot, make me feel better. But anyway, so like, probably just end up getting another one of those 58A, Beta 58, and then, because they sound a little better, I think. Try the Sennhauser, one. they're actually better than these. Is it? They're, they're It's a performance
1: mic? Yeah. Okay, I'll look sure. into it. I have one, you can try it out. All right, and like I said, it's probably the same price as this one. Yeah. So, and I I prefer it. I mean, I think it's just a bit slightly better. I would look into that. Look at the
0: ratings. <laughs> so you got a you have a EP out, and you got how many singles up? You have one album, one EP album, and then...
1: Oh, I have... I just... Re- my latest EP... My latest single ha- was a uh, cover song of an Elvis. Yeah, I, Bear. I love that song. That is... Really good cover. And thank you. You're welcome. Um, I like it a lot. It's something that uh, started out... We, we met a guy in licensing up mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, which we're, you know, really trying to work that market. And uh, he had the... Uh, he was trying to sell, you know, to advertisers out of the Elvis collection for whatever reason. He got rights to it. You know, somebody asked him to do it for him. And uh, one of the songs that uh, he was pushing was Teddy Bear. And uh, so I had an idea in my head, and it got together with uh, Michael Chavez up in Los Angeles, and uh, we put that together. It started out here with... um, um, uh, Dove Linkhorn, which he, go, you know, that's Kirk Arnold who goes by Dove. And uh, we started out here and we worked on it. it, just didn't quite have the dynamic I wanted. And he wanted to bring in all this other stuff. And, uh, you know, my manager, Eric uh, Klinger, just, you know, said, Hey, I know this guy that's really amazing. He toured with uh, uh, John Mayer and, and part of his band and some of these others, Michael Chavez. So if you check him out, in fact, he's working on an album with. Uh, um. Oh, what the hell's his name? The dude from Canada. The um, I'll think of it in a minute. And when it comes back to you, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, um, so when he's he's working on his, you know, ap- his, uh, with his son, they're doing a posthumous release of that is the right the right word, isn't it? Uh, after his death, release of his um, next album. Okay. And so he's been so busy, but he, he took the time to uh, help me f- you know, polish that up and get it ready. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, Teddy Bear was a collective you, work. You recorded the, that with Tom? Where'd you record that one? Uh, I, I recorded that uh, initially up in uh, with uh, uh, Kirk Arnold. Okay. Dove up in... Uh, oh, with Dove. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Dove Recordings? Like, well,
1: is that I, the I, name I, of I've, I've, DL Recordings. <laughs> okay. And, um, and cool, I, I have no idea what he calls up it now Up in Los Angeles? No, up here in Ramona Oh, gotcha Yeah, he's, he's got a little studio in his uh, house now well, it, it sounded
0: good, the quality was good I like how It got
1: reworked almost 100% I like how
0: soft to the ears it sounds It's got really um,
1: It got most, uh, almost 100% reworked when it went yeah, up to uh, yeah. When um, uh, Michael Chavez got a hold of it because he was doing you the guitar work. The,
0: originally, it's like really slow, right? I haven't even had, heard the original yeah. song. Oh so no, yeah, I mean the original
1: one. The one is a is a minute 57, so it's fifty seven. Short, so
0: shorter and slower.
1: Oh God, yeah, no, not
0: slower. Oh, just shorter. Okay, so you did the same tempo.
1: No. Quite a bit slower There's, I slowed oh, it down you
0: slowed it down That's right I slowed it down So he um, went He sped it up And you slowed it down Yeah
1: Because to me it, it's But it's, it's like
0: a two minute You made it like two and a half minutes right? No
1: mine's uh, Oh three minutes
0: Okay three Or just That's under good. three That's good
1: Yeah so it was about a minute longer Than the original Perfect amount but, you know, the original one was, you know, from the 50s and stuff. I mean, that's what people wanted to hear. Yeah, quick, quick, fast, and easy, right? Yeah, it was the rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know that kind of, that 57 yeah. was when rock and roll was really moving, and that's, I just want to be yo teddy <laughs> yeah. The last song you I did mean, was... Uh... And that's... That's one minute fifty-seven seconds,
0: <laughs> right? The, the last song I did was like I think it was two thirty something like that. It's like super short, so that was, was trying to do that. I was trying to take it back to the old days and like, hey, make it real short, and sweet. And yeah, that's what I did. So I mean,
1: there's, there's, you, you one of the things that uh, I think it's God. I can't think of his name. Um, oh, Pinback. You know those guys, right? Uh uh-uh. Um Check them out; they're local. I, I will look into it, and they're fairly. You know, they got. A lot of stuff And he's I can't think of his first name But Black's his last name And uh, He um, He You know Goes out of his way To make his sh- song shorter He says You know Cutting him down Cutting them down Cutting them down And and what works for that Is that you can put So much more into it I mean yeah. My favorite thing For for To tell everybody about Is You know Look at uh, um, uh, John John um, uh, from the CCR, uh, John Fogarty, Fogarty. Yeah. yeah, look at John Fogarty He put more into two and a half minutes of, or two minutes you know, or two yeah. to three minute song than anybody you'll ever know. Just rack it up, and it sounds <laughs> like, oh my God, that's only a mi- that's only two minutes and twelve seconds long, mm-hmm. and there's a lot in it. You know, it's a, you know seems like a long song. Man, imagine how they
0: had to record back in the day.
1: Well, I know how.
0: <laughs> it's crazy though to think about what we have now versus.
1: Well, that, you know, a lot of that comes in the from the day, Beatles. They had to
0: dub it and all that. They had to, Well, they
1: didn't even have dubbing. <clears throat> they did. It well, had back then, to be. It had to all be. The Beatles had to record live. Right, right. They had maybe eventually they had one additional channel they could overdub well, on. Well, uh, eventually they
0: got into dubbing. But yeah, like but they did be, it. But before it was
1: them that created that. They did. Yeah, The Beatles? Yes, because nice. they would take recording, then recording, then recording. You literally would be recording and, and melding those and having one track going in Man. while the other one's recording. That would have been cool. When they had two tracks, basically, <laughs> is what it yeah. amounts to. You know, because you got to remember that mo- a lot of the early Stones and, and Beatles. stuff set up was the mic in the middle. It was minoral. Yeah. So that's kind of what the whole that's process was. Then they had um, you know, stereo, which came out to be they had an additional track where they could do overdub on, uh-huh. where you could you know, come back after it was recorded. And so you know, if you look at their 1967, okay, 1967, they were literally putting all this stuff together, these sounds and stuff, and looping it on tape so it could go in right. to a channel. So they would, you know, it was like they took tape and they cut it up and they spliced it all together to get the weirdest sounds. Yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, that's how they did it. Actual tape. And that's that's what led (laughs) to what Mm. Jimmy did not long after that because he started getting access to the most latest equipment, Mm -hmm. which means he could do overdubs more often. But, you know, you're talking about 63 and up until, I I think um, Sergeant Peppers was recorded in 66. So... Mm -hmm because of sergeant peppers you saw more equipment being adapted so that that kind of thing could happen so you know obviously the beatles had a humongous impact on the industry just because it expanded what we can do today with yeah. the, or at as, at the at our home computers adapt and
0: evolve folks adapt and evolve well, that's what we were talking Especially about earlier. With music, I mean, you kind of you have to do that. Even that's, not even recording, just in general. Of course, you know.
1: That's if what we you were don't talking adapt about. Earlier. And evolve, you'll fall. You know. That's what we were talking about earlier when we were talking yeah. about an artist that finds his style or his yeah. sound. Doesn't mean that that isn't evolving and adapting and overcoming. You look at Tom Petty. I mean, sure, you could say his early stuff sounded same as it did because the same well, guy I mean, was I've singing it. Evolve with the industry and all that. You
0: know, the business yeah. side of it. Pain in the ass But Yeah I,
1: mean, I remember, I remember go There was one uh, uh, Thing where Tom was saying They had to literally Go steal the tapes From the studio Because you know that would, They, you know, <laughs> they, they wanted be... their Or they wouldn't have their music Uh huh You know Because the record labels Own your tapes They own you, they own you Something like that Yeah So you know But they did They went and stole the damn things And so then They could renegotiate cause I they almost had the signed
0: up I almost signed up With a record label Like three years Is ago Is that the one
1: The guy from uh, The yeah, Beach Boys uh, was
0: no, it was this thing lion something, Lion Records or something like that. Mm-hmm. And were uh, they lying to you? No. <laughs> like the Lion
1: R Oh no, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> just, I was uh, making a know, stupid
0: I pun. I think it was Lion Bold. I think something like that. But I like met up with them and it was just it wasn't right. It didn't feel right. And I'm like well, mm-hmm. That's all there is. He wanted like a three year deal. Yeah. Fifty percent. Gro-
1: Yeah, Grant, you know, there was. uh... It would have
0: been cool, like, because then I had access to the studio. It was like an incredible studio. But At the same time. uh, Escondido, I think. Okay. No, it was Poway. Yeah, it was Poway. Okay. So it was this little studio up there. This dude, obviously, his parents probably hooked him up (laughs) because he definitely lived in his parents' house. And he had a studio all set up there. You've
1: you've recorded with a few of those. Yeah,
0: right. (sighs) Not anymore, man. I'm over that. I want a real studio. I was I was looking at this um this one called Clarity Records. Mm-hmm. It's a over in um just east of here, Spring Valley, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking into that, trying to find a new um, studio to record in. Cool.
1: But well, then it's I'm, mostly then I'm about affordable, right?
0: Yeah. then I'm thinking like they want four hundred a song, and I'm like, well, that's, that's for mix and mastering and everything. Right, but, but that's nothing. No, it's not. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I could just get and take that money. I'm always thinking I could take that money and just. You can build a studio for four hundred, not for four hundred, but each song. You know what I mean? All adds up. So no, I'm, yo, yeah, I am tech- pretty technical with, you know, the we'll see the programs and stuff. But it's just so convenient just paying somebody. You know what I mean?
1: Well, the main thing is you can step away from your own music and you can let a producer, uh, yeah, help you definitely find a different voice, which that's is a- what I did on Iron Mountain. It's what I did. Uh, I used uh, Dove, you know, Arnold uh, Kirk Arnold. I used him mm-hmm. on um, Iron Mountain. And he brought in um, Jim Soldi for guitar. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, let's see. Uh, he played bass also, actually, awesome. on that. And that Sounds uh, good. Yeah. And, it you know, it turned out really well. And then uh, Dennis Kaplinger played Vittel and Dobro on it, which is, you know, gives a lot of that tone to it. These are all, you know, touring. You know, in fact, uh, Jim used to uh, play for... Uh, tour and record with uh, johnny cash nice. as well as uh, johnny paycheck wow and so you know and he still plays you know a lot of different groups and Eve sell us and you know different people around here and does his own groups and his own thing so he's an amazing amazing uh musician and uh, person that's the guy so. up in uh he lives up in ramona, ramona. too yeah and that's and kirk is is the drummer and he's the producer uh, and uh, Ramona also has uh, Jim. He lives up there. And, it's a cool uh, little city. And then Bob Sales did the drums, and you know, especially on "Tear It Apart." In that, you know, because I was kind of thinking of it being like a Led Zeppelin-esque type of thing. Mm-hmm. He came through with that. And I'm not saying it's you know John Bonham, but I mean it was so it just so reminiscent for yeah, me man. to kind of pull out that drum line out of it in order to make that sound like it did. It was amazing. And so the second project I did was a combination between um, Jeff Buckley. I did a couple songs with him in his studio. And then we did uh, um, two songs up in Los Angeles at the 4th Street Studio and, mm-hmm. in Santa Monica. And that was really amazing because that was with, uh, uh, you know, not that Jeff's experience with Jeff wasn't, but it was just, you know, that one because I was in an, an, almost an all analog studio. Include in fact they even had the uh, you know the uh, the they four inch all tape or t- school equipment they had the tape you yeah. know, the big tape there if you wanted that would to, have been cool of, that would have been fun but I found that the one thing that was really interesting about it we're doing the mixes for it and we got f- finished doing that and this was uh, with uh, Tom Freund you know the guy that yes. I did that show with. And, uh, that was a good show. Yeah, thank you. Sound and was awesome.
0: <laughs> you weren't no, you not kidding. The um, I wish you, I wish they could have recorded your sound. That'd we be cool. are. We oh, have
1: we have the whole thing videoed and uh, recorded and nice. uh, it's being put together now, awesome. so that's part of the what's coming up in, in 2019 is going to be
0: content content. Well, that, that's, that's going to be be a the live sound is so good there so m-
1: live at the bootleg. Yes, that'd be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be a, a DVD type of uh, release, I'd and then like, I was there for that. Yes, you were. You were part <laughs> of the uh, people singing and going to give me free I just wish
0: that Fruit. more people showed up
1: for you man it's just hard well, it's hard to get people out Tuesday night so, uh, Tuesday I, a rainy a night Tuesday on night, Tuesday in, in, in Los Angeles is always going to be a ghetto hard. <laughs> <laughs> well almost any player. kind of anywhere you go nowadays yeah. in Los Angeles you get I that kind of feel so yeah. there's you know it's just you know I mean it was there's cool. literally that home was a cool experience. It's, you know whether you're whether you're here in San Diego up there there's always going to be people you know that are you know, looking for a hand, you know help. It's definitely and a
0: good a good venue, no, to get your foot into it. Exactly, and really, it was really it really wasn't sound anything, it
1: wasn't anything negative about the experience. Exactly, yeah, it was. You cool. know, ghetto and all. I mean, yeah. it's not too far from Staples. It wasn't so. that bad? No, I was at the Lexington did She's a show there. Going to go
0: places that are yeah,
1: I did a show in Lexington, which is right down in the you know kind of not say Skid Row, but Lexington. definitely. Yeah, it's so, it's a hotel oh. uh, uh, bar slash okay called the Lexington in Los Angeles. I do a lot of shows in Los Angeles. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just trying to get to know the people up there. All the legit spots. No, that's, I'm, I don't think people would consider that legit. Well, some of them are. <laughs> Bootleg was pretty legit. Yeah. Yeah. That was a and really good spot. There's another one not too far from there. It's a theater. Like, uh, kind of like uh, you see at uh, uh, Stats. how they oh, have that, yeah. you know, they have the thing Lestats over. Stats is cool. Yeah. Have you played there yet? Yes and no. Yeah. I did the open mics there several OG. times, but I haven't got with uh, Lou and they record your sound
0: there too. It's if, he's exactly. hard to get a hold of man. That well, guy, yeah, you have but, to email him or something. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: don't know. Yeah, I'm, well, I'll go to a show and talk to him live, and you know, hopefully he'll he'll give me a an audio. Uh, uh, um, what's the way? you allowed to King allows you to <laughs> <Yeah>. show up. <laughs> yeah, I want to get in there again, and because um, I know he records
0: sound there, so I want to get back in there. Do, yeah, do, well, do the open mic. Show and, they still do
1: the open mic Well I want they? to
0: open up for somebody You know what I mean Like yeah. actually get exposure and
1: Right But, um, but that's, that's what I'm saying I want to put the show, the show together Kind of like the one we're doing At the, the backdrop So You, you know Do the, the
0: stats That'd be cool hmm? We could do the stats That'd be cool
1: Exactly So we just have to talk to Lou and I just get there. like three people or something. And they have, three, le, they pre- have the stats West lineage. now, which is, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a pretty cool
0: venue too. And they were trying to close that place down. I was like, man, that's like one of the best venues in town. That's the stats. Yeah. let Stats. I'm, yeah, le stats
1: West is just further down on
0: park Avenue. And did did they do music there? I didn't know.
1: They didn't, but there must be now because they oh. call it the stats West. And I've seen several people posting uh, videos oh, okay. from there and it's not the same stage. So yeah, they're they going to shut that down. I was like, yeah, well, it's one of the best spots.
0: You can't shut that right. place down.
1: I was talking to Ernie at, um uh, oh, Adler, I think this is his last name. No, the no, owner. I, had, uh, I can't think of it. No, no, no. Uh this was a uh, touring artist that oh, I gotcha. met there at Lestats. Yeah. And uh um, Sh- um, Savannah Shailiah was uh opening up for him mm-hmm. and I went to kind of check it out and see what's going on there and I met Ernie, and he's such an amazing guy. Started out in L.A., now is in, in uh, Tennessee, you know, in the Nashville area. And, uh, you know, he's. he was just telling me about how those type of venues are disappearing. Yeah. So holding on to them is extremely important to... Uh, well, for basically... The, for, for the... You know culture of music i'd imagine artists, it singers, singers, costs
0: money to keep it, keep it open you know what i mean so sure they're probably well, not making much I, I th- off the profit yeah.
1: well i don't know i mean that's you have to talk to lou about that now that'll well, be a good that'll be a good you yeah know. bring lou in for a
0: podcast there you go come on lou
1: <laughs> so have lou come in and tell him uh, tell you all the uh, highs and lows because he be does cool, so man. much for the people that yeah, he, he does. appreciates and uh he you know, really cares about music more than I think anybody just anybody even knows. I was reading
0: a story that he dropped his I think he was doing engineering too or something oh. like that. He worked somewhere. I cool. think it was that next to the airport, that um engineering factory thing. Not factory, but the, the warehouse thing. I can't uh-huh. remember. I can't remember as like the airplane dynamics or something like that, but uh Wow. He he was working for them. I saw him I a, little, a little story. Hold on. I was stuck.
1: <laughs> I was trying to get unstuck. I was stuck. I was trying to get unstuck. But anyway, unstuck. like he
0: he um, he was working for that company and he dropped it all for music. So I thought it was a kind of a cool story to you know to do the Lestats thing and make it his full time gig. And yeah.
1: I mean, Jeff is the same way. He started out, I think, as a, a touring musician on percussion and yeah. kind of moved his way into Jeff Buckley. Some people. <laughs> some people want it. Want it that much they'll give up their career you know their well it is other it, career. it becomes it becomes a career yeah you know? of course and so you know you have to decide what's important and uh lou is just that kind of guy who he really cares about music i think you know it's my opinion and that you no, know he does definitely and so you know that's he, why he's still doing it you yeah know? and so that's why he you know he doesn't really care about it being the most profitable thing in the world as long as you know the the place he's he's using is happy and the. Uh, you know, the, the people that are coming in are happy. It seems, uh, you know, makes him happy. So, right. at least that's my, you know, my impression of what I see from him. So, Yeah, man, that's awesome.
0: There's so, so many support Have him people. come
1: in here and do the podcast so we can uh, yeah. talk t- to him about it. Give you all, clarify all those points. Yeah, well, we'll have to get a hold of him one day and maybe set something
0: up. Maybe that can be our next, uh, you know, show that we can set well, up. Well, at
1: least something to point. Maybe down. in
0: February. Down the road. Yeah, <laughs> something in February we can set up. That'd be kind of cool. Sure, hit them up. I'm sure we can get a lot of people out. It'd be easy.
1: Maybe March. Yeah, I was gonna More say time. give it plenty of time to you know make it months. a big show. Exactly.
0: Well, here we are We're setting up a show on the podcast, folks. Nothing wrong yeah, with that. That'd be cool. I think if we got like one other person, get like a three person lineup, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah, and then, absolutely. And pack it even, out. But
1: even two is fine, you know, because it doesn't two have now. to be a long, you know, like forty, yeah. you know, ninety, 90 minutes each. each. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, if that that can happen.
0: Yeah, man, that'd be cool.
1: Cause I can, I literally can play my own music for probably. Uh,
0: yeah, you have a lot, <sighs> a lot of, a lot of material. Yeah, a lot <laughs>
1: of it hasn't even been released yet. I know it's
0: lots to do, man.
1: Well, next year we're going. We have eight songs in the can. Sweet. Two of them with Jeff. And Are you? The, you gonna
0: release an album or just do
1: singles? No, we're going to probably release uh, EPs. Gotcha. Nobody that's does cool. albums anymore no, per yeah. se And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily It's a bad thing It's just you have to have A market for it Everything's, so, stream, everything's right,
0: streaming now too It's just crazy Exactly yeah.
1: So that's my point So yeah. why, why go to the hassle the of releasing The CD slash album Don't waste your time Until there's a market for it where people are asking for it Yeah exactly. You have a hard copy
0: Yeah I have some backups Like in case yeah. I mean, it doesn't you always, happen very often, but well, you
1: can all always record something for somebody, but they can do the same thing just by streaming it. Yeah, yeah I want a hard
0: copy. I know they, they're so determined, <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly, it's which funny. is fine. You know, yeah.
0: it's funny how they people really still love CDs. I'm like, I, I hate them because they scratch. That's just my opinion. No,
1: I, I never mine never scratch. <sighs> mine do, yeah,
0: Not everyone I've ever gotten. So mm. I don't know. But, they sound better though. Like when you pop them in the car, you can tell the difference. Streaming is not as nearly as good, right? And well, it's you, same with like a record to a CD. Record sound way better. You yep. can hear everything clearly. So it's just it weird depends. It's, it's a evolved. different.
1: If it's a different, it's a warmer sound. Yeah. Depending upon how you set it up and what needle you use on your on your yeah. vinyl. So that's the one thing that I I also want to start doing is putting up vinyl product. Yeah. There's a place still, in New York people City. People still have
0: vinyl too, so.
1: Oh, it's, there's uh, a market for it. Well, there's a whole element of people heading that direction. Yeah. But the uh, there's a place in New York City that goes direct to vinyl. Oh, that's you cool. record I've instead of that, to tape, it goes yeah. direct to the vinyl. So you can you know actually do a shout out to somebody specifically that wants their you know their album, mm-hmm. you know okay I'll we'll go do this and here here you go here's your album and and it has a little dedication to you on it. That's awesome. So you can personalize it for them. Obviously it costs a little more. That'd be more, a cool
0: experience, man, dude. Straight on vinyl. Yeah, that'd be really. And
1: it'll cool. probably be growing as the market for vinyl grows. Yeah, it'll come
0: it'll it's coming back around slowly but surely I think. But uh, it's warmer. Small margin, but yeah. I think streaming is definitely huge just because it's easier and everybody has a smartphone. So, right. Everybody, well, that's, that's everybody what lean towards that.
1: It's the market out there, yeah. and that's what I focus in on is streaming. And yeah. um, when I get on Pandora, I'll be on the the entire spectrum of it. But for, so far, Pandora has been just exclusively, for, I think, for people that are pretty popular. You know, you have to. You're not on Pandora yet? No. Oh, that sucks. It's pretty easy. No? No, I've been trying to. I for sent them my album, and they're just
0: like, yeah, I don't know like I guess They just accepted it I think oh. it's still there
1: Yeah that, You have know. to go back and check <laughs>
0: I think it's still there I did a name change And I'm just like oh, I don't even know If I like it now And I'm just like oh, I want to change it back It's weird <laughs> I I was thinking about Going by my first And middle name So I don't know
1: Whatever you like
0: Yeah I've just been Thinking about that Well just
1: think How many chi- times John Cougar Mellencamp Changed his name Yeah John Mellencamp John Cougar Cougar Millencamp. Mellencamp's
0: Mellencamp. Mellencamp. pretty cool though But I was just thinking, my first and middle name would be cool. Sounds good. Yeah, I have no I, idea what your middle. What's your
1: middle name? Caleb. Oh, okay. I, don't know, I was just thinking. Just about Just start a band called Caleb.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's Joseph's middle name.
0: Caleb. There you with go. a K, right now with a C. It's... No, but uh, yeah, I just been thinking about that. I don't know. I don't think people like the Honeyman thing. I don't know. Well, ask them. I don't know. They, they do it. It kind of like. It's catchy and stuff, but I don't. know really I know, know Ronnie if it's Lee act- loved it.
1: Um, Ronnie Lee loved that. Yeah, you know that that's that record when you played it that one time when we went and did that show. Yeah,
0: yeah she did, and, and uh, I felt bad because I didn't I didn't talk to her that much after. And I was dating that chick at the time, and she was kind of a bitch, so it's like I didn't really get to. You know what I mean? You know, people. Well, keep you keep were afraid of
1: the impression it might yeah. Lead it's, to her. Like,
0: dude, it's it was so hard because when you're with somebody that doesn't trust you and. You're like, you're trying to get out and do these things and meet people and, and make connections. And they think that you're out screwing around. Exactly. And it's just like, ugh. well, I'm just glad that's, that's over. That's with. in the past. That's
1: water under the bridge.
0: But, but I talked to her when she came to the, cause she was there at the, um, she was there at Navajo the last time we were all there. Really? Like, I, I do not see, see her. No. Yeah, she was there. And uh, I told her I was sorry cause I haven't seen her since like in person. Um, she's still living. I thought she moved back to Oregon. Uh, Ronnie. I'm talking about Ronnie. Oh, it's a different one. Yeah, Ronnie, the older one. Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie Lee. Yeah, she was there. I'm sorry. (laughs) You thought I was talking about about the the girlfriend? Yeah, she was there. (laughs) No, I saw Ronnie. Man, she's probably dead. I don't care. No, (laughs) no. But uh, no, I saw Ronnie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was supposed to go to. I was telling you, I apologized to her because like I didn't get to like talk to her because she was like interested in the album and stuff, and I just kind of blew her off because of the girlfriend was there and shit. So anyway. So yeah, I apologized to her. She was she's really cool, man.
1: She's yeah, she's talented. Is. Well, I mean, she's she's been in rock yeah. and roll for a she long time. Shred. I'm trying to get her on too. God, yes, be wonderful.
0: She's so busy, you know, doing her doing her um, music. Well, and yeah. stuff. It's everybody just, is. Yeah,
1: it's just a matter of whether or not she wants to take the time to come up
0: and just blab. Yeah, and she's up in L.A. a lot and stuff. I understand. I say whenever it comes around, it'll come around. You know.
1: Yeah, I'm I Kinda can like relate.
0: Like, yeah, kind of like with everybody else. Just hey, just let them. Let them pick a time. You know, I know it's hard to come down this way, though, for some people.
1: But if they're willing to do it. Well, she doesn't live that far from here.
0: No. Okay.
1: So, you know, it's, it's, it's not Whenever she it. comes
0: back to town, then. Yeah. Just come on over, Ronnie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, so far you've got Lou. Try to get, uh, to get Lou? Yeah, Lou. Lou. You got yeah. Lou and you got Ron, Ronnie and now you're going to get Jules. Maybe yeah, the,
0: Jules, is she's cool, man. She's talented. Yeah, I'm, you had I her. I remember when uh, you guys did the. I um, got everybody together the last minute for the Brick by Brick thing. Brick, yeah, I was going to say it. was that. crazy. I released that song on Spotify, which is really cool. The Lady Lady. And uh, everybody, we didn't even, we we're all just improvising because nobody, we didn't even rehearse. <laughs> that was cool. I was like, hey, this is awesome. And I, got, I remember bringing all the people out. Nobody else brought anything. Anybody, it's just like because uh, you're all stressed out about bringing people out, you know.
1: That's a good thing, though, because I mean, it really yeah, is it was a good in order thing, to yeah. be in order to be it was uh, a good
0: experience, too.
1: In order to be cognizant of what's important for the people that you're trying to uh, book with, yeah. then you know, it's important to understand that that's the primary job is to you know, help bring people out to the venues because venues really need it. A and lot of them what do. What was
0: cool as they did live live recording which is awesome i got content out of it so cool. it was worth it doing it for free and
1: almost a lot of places do you know, yeah. know like it says lou does it at uh, i wish stands. navajo did they don't you can get them to do it
0: yeah yeah well but you she have was to. saying you have to plug in your stuff which yeah. i could now because i got this thing here yeah just plug it into my uh my laptop that i have and just set it up so yeah. from now on that's what i'm
1: going to do yeah, because there's, there's a line out, and so it's yeah, not de- exactly. it's it's necessarily it difficult. Right you just have to kind of figure out how to, you know, what makes it sound good. So the only one that comes with experience. Should
0: run it through a master, something like that. I don't yeah. know. I'd have to look into it. I was going to do it there, like set it all up, but it was just. Oh, I didn't, the I didn't thing, have that. I didn't the other thing, that thing you do is time. go on
1: YouTube and look to see what they do.
0: Yeah, exactly. YouTube <laughs> solves everything. <laughs>
1: well, at least you, you'll get yeah. an example. A little bit of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And then it's a matter of fine tuning what you like
0: Anytime I ever need to learn
1: a song I just go to YouTube how to play <laughs> how to play this
0: how to play that that's, that's how I, I try it.
1: to do it I try to do some of that as little as that as possible I'd rather just learn it from hearing the original production yeah. but uh, what I do is i use uh you know i'll go get the uh, chords and the uh, uh, lyrics kind of together mm-hmm. and then i'll I'll transpose it over and I'll change it as as i uh uh, rearrange it When as I said, do my arrangement The way I play it Then I just kind of Move things around And that way You're kind of using You know The the chord sheets Or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them You know Lyrics with chords on them Chord sheets Using them as your chart And so um, That way You know If I pull out You know A whole bunch of songs And stuff like that That I haven't played Everything's in the right spot So all I have to do Is follow the chart And I can pretty much play it Yeah Even if I haven't played it In a long time Yeah And for cover songs i it's really helpful to me. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Those cover songs. Wow. Those are fun, though. They're fun to play. I enjoy it.
1: Well, I've released three. Yeah. I did. Um, you have to. Uh, I need to
0: do more of that. I, I did release. Um, I need to release an actual like, legit recording of, a, of one that I like.
1: Well, one of the things it does, it gives you credence. It's yeah. kind of like when you see a, a master painter. Uh-huh. He started out by painting a bowl of fruit. Because they all do And then that's how you kind of create and, and get your your technique and your style And things of that nature down So that by the time you start expressing yourself People think you're legitimate Because you did these other marvelous things That a zillion other people have done Yeah, And uh, they notice that you had a, a certain technique In how you do it Well, it's the same way with a cover song You know, you listen to I Won't Give Up Which was, um, you know, a Jason Mraz tune, right? And I kind of did it in the same vein he did it i did it a little bit uh, lower key than he did because i was yeah. struggling with the upper notes went in his key yeah he's super high and uh so i said oh, you know pick it down here where it's a little a little more uh, comfortable the lower end of it isn't but the higher end is so i said you know i did that and then i kind of changed how it was played slightly yeah and so uh just to kind of because that's, that's the way i play and so I brought my technique into it, and then I did the same thing with a James Bay tune, where he kind of uses a lot mm-hmm. of high-end, you know, double-string type you of technique. You got a lot of
0: stuff up on there, man, props. On, you had a lot of releases out, so that's cool. Yeah. Covers, you got three covers? Three said? covers
1: right now that are e, released. One
0: EP, and then you got like one single, right? Or no, two? I
1: have two EPs. Two EPs. Oh, yeah, okay. I have uh, Iron Mountain, which was, uh, you know, released. Well, it's re-released in 2018. I'll
0: put i put that all all the info okay. in your your website and all that stuff in the, yeah in the description. Well, thank People you. can click on it. Appreciate that. Yeah, but once, uh, once this podcast hits a million views, you know, Iron
1: Mountain was like 2014, and then 2017 was yeah. uh, Change Your Mind, which you gotcha. know was yeah. Which is an EP, an EP of uh, two? That was yeah, it was two songs okay. that were original that we did. I thought it was, it was just singles. I wasn't even. I well, we did it. release singles. Oh, gotcha. We released singles, "Change Your Mind," but "Cherish Time" was never released as a single, which is on the EP. Okay. And that was and the you're other about, song.
0: You're about to release some more stuff as well, like right? Coming yeah.
1: up? Yep, we're cool. going to probably release singles first, and then you know, hopefully that will you know kind of uh, catapult towards the uh, yeah man the uh, release of the EPs. Hopefully you know, you have to you have to have one thing lead to another.
0: Yeah, well, you got a lot of Spotify following on there. Well, I work it. It's really it, cool. Yeah. I
1: work it a lot. You know, I've, 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 uh, you know, talked to people about putting me on their playlists. Yeah. Uh, That's some where it's people at, that say, hey, you know, give me uh, $25 to put you on our playlist. And I go, sure. Yeah, What's twenty five bucks to me as far as publicity. I mean, what was the term that I'll make
0: it back? You know, if you're investing in yourself, you'll make. Well, it. Yeah, I mean, you'll I make made it back on plays. You I know, last actually.
1: year I made uh, fifteen hundred dollars on Spotify. Wow, that's and, awesome. Well, it's because of the plays, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, um, but you know, I mean, I probably spent that plus maybe slightly a little bit more just promoting. Yeah, I have so, made four dollars. <laughs> Well, that's, that's my point is, I mean, if you look at the first month that I, I did, which was back in, you no, know, it's it was in January of 2018, right? Mm-hmm. That was the first time it posted, but the, um, the when, you, when you get your returns on Spotify, it's, it's 60 days in the rear. Gotcha. So if you get, for instance, $4 this month, you actually got it from two months ago. Well, it's been, like,
0: since I've had it, so it's not But much. I know, I know. I understand. I, but it's hard to get that thing going, man. But that's
1: Spotify, what I'm trying to say. Get on a, a playlist. So I it. started out with eight bucks. Yeah. And so that was in January, and it was uh, uh, $16 the, the next month, and it was up to $80 the third month, and it was up to a hundred and something dollars, and the... Fourth the fifth month and then it was. You are you know, going
0: through CD Baby for all that or what you? No,
1: I uh, originally I was using um, TuneCore right. TuneCore now TuneCore ended up being pain in the ass yeah. for some reason. They're going through some kind of a big shakeup. They uh, wouldn't even re- they wouldn't even release Teddy Bear. I was originally supposed to release Teddy Bear in August. Mm. I submitted it and they had some problem with the cover, so I changed the cover and they wouldn't even get back to me. They wouldn't talk to me. They didn't address That's what me. I hate about these companies. So I got rid of them. Yeah. And I went to Ditto. Ditto was an English, oh, uh, uh, you know, uh, aggregates. What's it's called? So Ditto was cheap. It's uh, uh, nineteen dollars a year for as much as you want to put on there. That's awesome. Uh, TuneCore was like nine dollars for a single and forty-nine dollars for an album. And I, and, and Ditto was I like, look up Ditto. That's yeah. Seems... Ditto was nineteen bucks for the whole year, and you can release as much as you want. Wow. Yeah. And then so, they give you all
0: the everything. analytics and all that. Exactly. Cool.
1: You know, so whether or not you like it or not, I loved um, uh, TuneCore because their analytics was great. Yeah. You know, it was really accessible and you could see it fairly easily. And Ditto, I think, is trying to move towards that because a few of the people so that I've met did you
0: take your from songs TuneCore
1: down? that moved to Ditto. Did you take your songs down? And They are now. How
0: does that work? Like if you uploaded them through You have
1: TuneCore. to be in contact with both. Gotcha. So you upload oh, it I to see. the first guys. So you know uh, Eric. You know you met Eric, uh-huh. and uh, so he knew the the guy from TuneCore that moved over to Ditto So okay. we were able to kind is of connect. Is that LA based? With... No, it's oh, uh, East Ditto East. is uh, I think in England because oh, they England. because all the money's paid in pounds. So I go, oh, gotta be English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a trip man. So, uh, you know, anyway, I moved over there and it's, you know, they go strictly by volume. Hey, you know, come over here, you get this and you know, that way, you know, if you get a bunch of people and it goes up by 10 bucks, so it's, so it's $29 a year yeah. instead, but compared to what I was playing on tune chords, nothing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we'll, we'll find out. And if it doesn't work, then I've been started out with CD baby. Then I moved to, uh, yeah. OAS and they were a, a big rip off and then I moved over to something else. And then, uh. K E S, and then I moved over to uh, uh, TuneCore, and now I'm moving over to Ditto. So. I
0: use a, a Muse right now, but like the sound quality is not very good. They they want you to upload in wave file, which is weird. Wave know.
1: file is the strongest file. Is what they? Yeah. It's not what you give them because
0: wave file is the best. But I don't you, know. To me, like the MP3 sounds better. I don't know for no, some reason. No. no way. I don't know. I uploaded it for some, Well, maybe it's just their platform right. that's not the greatest exactly. quality. So wave exactly. is the best file. A lot of them want you to upload an MP3, right, or is it all Wave? All Wave. All Wave. Okay. At least that's what I wasn't I do. sure. I mean,
1: people, I'm sure have loaded MP3s. Yeah. But I do always put a Wave file. up. That uh, makes sense. I never even because well, know. that way they get the best quality yeah. file I can send. You just them. you could just convert
0: it to Wave too, like on iTunes, right?
1: Yeah, but again, that's not quite the same as giving your, you know, your MP, you know, your original uh, Wave file. Uh huh. Your Wave file you should always have as your master.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, it's all this stuff I got to learn. <laughs> so like so Amuse, I have Amuse, A M U S E, um but it's like it's free for everything, which is really cool, but the sound quality isn't the greatest. Well, I mean so. for 19 bucks you may get an upgrade. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I changed my name and stuff if mm-hmm. like, if and when I do. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know.
1: It's okay. You're, uh, it's okay for you're, now. You're figuring things out, but it does make it difficult to yeah. for people to follow you if you're constantly moving. I know,
0: but people still know me as Joseph, though. You know what I mean? So, well, a, I don't when think you do your really
1: bio, matter. when you're doing your bio on, uh, you know, on uh, Spotify, mm-hmm. you can you know put all these different changes on there, and people yeah, well, get I mean. something to read. You know, oh wow, ooh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah.
0: Cool. Either way, I think as long as as long as you're there trying to. Make a difference And an effort As long just as you're putting, putting Your out stuff out there You pe- know
1: People are gonna judge you By your performance And your music <sighs> Yeah
0: so. so I'm just trying to find A name that really sticks You know So I don't know I like what I have now But I, I get people that say Oh JC sounds like Jesus Christ And all this stuff And, and then I get people That say It sounds like a rapper <laughs> So I don't know It's just some thoughts I've had lately So I don't
1: know yeah, You'll figure it out Right?
0: Yeah always man So there's always something to figure out in this industry daily. So, so you have a website, michaelbronstetter.com, right? Nope. Bronman? Bron. Music. Bron. Music. The man is in the house.
1: Yeah. Yes, the man. So, I use man a lot because my name, B R O N D, right? Bronman. It's like if I put a D on it, nobody else has it. Uh huh. You know, it became like uh, an acronym it's only for a...
0: username. <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying it. Instagram. All it
1: became—you had to worry about you know anybody else Even having your it.
0: name though. Like your full name, is probably nobody else, right?
1: Right. Well, yeah. My grandfather, my my dad, He's my great grandfather. I'm the fourth, you know, <laughs> oh, third okay. or fourth. Yeah.
0: The Michael Bronstetter. Yeah, Michael oh, okay.
1: Bronstetter, but Michael Frederick Bronstetter. I'm the third. So oh, okay. And so there was a Michael Bronstetter originally that. Uh, that my grandfather was named after. That's and awesome. I don't know if it was Frederick, but I just go by what it was. So. Yeah, man. So, and it's cool a name dude. and it's cool a unique man. name because the Definitely. only people that have Bronsted are my family.
0: Right. You guys are one of a kind.
1: Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody I don't know. idea name. what the original name was in Germany, but, uh, <laughs> my grandfather came over, uh, prior to the civil war. Yeah. The American civil war. Very rare and, name. And uh, he and his brother uh, ended up uh, living together, and uh, they ended up moving from wherever they immigrated to, to uh, Central Michigan, that's where they started farming. Yeah. They had two plots. So you have a family of farmers, huh? Central Michigan. Ah. There wasn't much there. I think probably uh, they
0: offered land Any of your parents or anybody play music, or did you just kind of acquire it yourself?
1: Uh, I think my mom kind of had a, a real interest in music. Uh, my sister said she used to uh, do scat, but you know she wasn't very—you know—by the time she got old enough, where I kind of, she her voice was pretty shot because of a cigarette smoking. So, oh, that's not good.
0: Yeah, so
1: bad. She, you know, according to my sisters, my other sisters, cigarettes are
0: bad. Don't smoke them.
1: <laughs> according to my sisters, they uh, <laughs> said that she couldn't hold a note, and they go, "Well, you don't have to hold a note to do scat." Yeah. People, I don't, timing.
0: It's amazing how people still smoke, and even though it kills you, they well, still smoke.
1: People smoke, uh, sing. I, smoke.
0: I, I smoked too, and I'm just like, now, like, when I mean, I I did it for a while, and then, and then I really got into singing, you know, doing these three, four hour shows. Yeah, and it kills you. And then it's just like, you can't, there's no way it's one or the other, yeah. you know. So I, I made a sacrifice, my guy. Like, it's so not a what, sacrifice. Well, you know, don't I mean, need it. You uh, made uh, it. Uh, a, 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 an a informed wise decision.
1: An informed decision. <laughs> but I put it in front of me. I'm like,
0: do you want to sing or do you want to smoke? So you pick one. That's kind of like what I did. No, well, I'd rather sing. I don't want to die early, so <laughs> I want my lungs to get out, give out on me. You know. There you go. So, Smart choice. Yeah, it's bad. It smells bad. Nobody likes it. Mm-hmm. You can smoke around people? Nobody ever likes it. It kill, so.
1: killed my my uh, late wife.
0: Yeah, it kills a lot of people, man. And even though they know that, they still do it, which is
1: crazy to me. It's the worst
0: part, and they and they pay for it. This is crazy too,
1: and pay a lot. I a think lot. the last day, the other day, I saw somebody buy a pack of cigarettes like ten bucks. Yeah, or... for the good ones, like
0: American Spirits. I have no idea what they are. If I ever smoke a cigarette, it's gonna be American Spirit, like the best, <laughs> best of the best. But I don't. I never do it, just because.
1: <laughs> that sounds terrible. It haunts way.
0: me, man. It haunts me when I think about it. Because okay. I used to smoke a lot, so I'm just like. No more of that. And I did too for probably yeah. a good, uh, good part of your life. Ten years. Yeah, too I was. I did it on and off. At one point, I was chain smoking. Then I just stopped, and you know, now especially,
1: you just can't. Well, I hated smoking. I don't yeah. know why I ever started, but it no. smells bad.
0: It smells so bad. But I did. People across the street you can smell them, and they're smoking it. Somehow seeps through whatever yeah. crack I can get through, and you can smell those chemicals. Absolutely. It's insane. We got off went up a tangent on smoking. So anyway, so yes, yeah, so people can find you brawn man, right?
1: Brond music, Bron- no, just
0: brond music, B
1: R O gotcha. N D M U S I C.com. Cool. And then
0: brawn music on Instagram. And then you guys can find all this stuff on uh, Spotify and iTunes, any platform for streaming Michael Bronstetter. And I will put how to spell it <laughs> in the description. Michael, just like it sounds, b-r-o-n-d-s-t-e-e-t-t-t-e-r Yeah, that's it. Cool, I got it. So, going to soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna wrap it up, my man. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. And uh, thank, thank you, you for having me. Yes, thank everybody for listening, and stay tuned for the next podcast. And have a beautiful day. We'll see you later. Peace.